God for everyone who's here today. Um, thank God for our leaders, even while they're away. Pray that they're enjoying themselves, be able to detach. Amen. Everybody needs to detach at some point. Amen. So we bless God for them. And I stood before you not too long ago, about a month ago. Bless the Lord. And um, we're talking about transformation through worship, true worship. And after after that, it that the thing kept coming back to me, and it was like God kept allowing me to think of, of how even with worship, there's a way we should do it also. And so I was like, okay, God, you keep allowing this to keep coming up in my spirit. Okay, God, what are we going to do with that? <laughs> so here I am today. I want to pray. Father, I love you, and I thank you for this time. I thank you for who you are, for how you sustain each and every person that is here today, God. Lord, even as I stand before your people, God, you be glorified, God. You be lifted up, Father God. May someone receive something, God, may it transform, God, may it encourage, may it enlighten, Father God. You know what your people stand in need of, God, so meet each one at the point of their need today, God. And even as I stand, God, that may I decrease, God, gravitate towards you, Father God, and allow you to be seen and you to be heard and you to be um, glorified through everything. I bless you and I honor you, Father God. Lord, even as the word is read, Father God, let it resonate even within our spirits, God. And God, that we will continue, God, to be and transform through this word, Father God, that we'll continue to allow our minds to be renewed continually, that we may become and continue to go through the process of becoming who you call each and all of us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. And so, as I was saying, the thing about with worship, God kept reminding me how a while back, just, just spending time with him about how there's even a, a whole way to do it, some posture about it. Because I think I was talking a little bit at that time about how, you know, the outward, the outward expression of worship, how it may be lifting your hands, it may be bowing before him, you know, whatever it, it, it may, sometimes people are quiet and their just arms are lifted, you know. Everybody worship God as far as in that aspect of it in their own way. I may be a little loud. I may, sometimes I may want to just scream out and sometimes I'm just quiet before him and just tears are flowing, but I'm allowing him to just minister to me at that time as I'm trying to minister to him. So, and I was like, okay, God, okay, so posture. And as it continued to echo, I thought about how there have been times, even in my life, well, you know how you may have came to church, wherever you were, or to a service, or worship, or fellowship, assembly, whatever it's been for your experience. And maybe, even while the song was being sung, you know, you, you sung along with it, but your heart wasn't there. So I was like, okay, God, I know there have been times I've gone through the motion, you know. So I think about that, and I was like, God, I hadn't given you a really sincere yes at that time. And so... With God, when we, he says in his word that he seeks to worship it and to worship in the spirit and the truth. So when he tells us that, then we can't just come haphazardly or not wholeheartedly in this thing. When we're saying we're lifting up a holy God, amen. And I remember how when I was younger that my godmother would often, you know, correct us when we were walking about our posture. And, you know, you need to walk this way or what, to make sure your posture is right. And so I was like, okay, posture, you think about it in the natural, when you have good posture, it allows you or prevents you, let's say that, 
to sometimes get damaged or hurt, you know, when you use proper uh, posture. And so, as it is in the spiritual, that we as God's people, we have to have a certain posture toward him. And I was like, okay, okay God, so with this posture, what do you want us all to understand from it? And then he took me back about how even when I had gotten hurt on some on a job before in this position, I actually got hurt twice doing the same position at different times. And it was my fault. I didn't use my posture. And how I had to go to therapy each time to get the help I needed to get the relief I needed in my back. And I remember the physical therapist that I would see, they would always like do different stretches with me when I would go and try to help me, you know, relieve some of that pain. And then they'd give me little tidbits that I could do when I would get home. And so here it is, you know, thinking of the natural aspect and how I listened to what they said and how thankfully, successfully, I was able to recover from the damage that was done. As it is with the spiritual part. We have to have a mindset that when I come before God, I'm not just coming just to do it out of a feel good, but, but with a sincere yes to him. That come what may, Lord, I'm here for you, God. Whatever I'm going through, whatever it looks like, I know you're with me. Therefore, I'm not going to walk around in my flesh doing things that I know would not please you, but God... At the end of the day, I want you to be pleased with everything I say, everything I do. And like in the natural, at this time, I've known I've gone through some um, hard places when I didn't have good posture. And I don't always get it right now, truthfully speaking, as it is in the natural. Sometimes the Holy Spirit has to reel me back in and say, well, well you know, I can be at work and it's, I don't know, some of y'all making a test. You know how you have those ones that are kind of sometimey? You know, one day they, they, they cool with you, the next day you don't know what's going on. You know, and then it's like, okay. So I, I, it's funny, one day I found myself, I'm like, man, I don't know what to think. Sometimes in my mind, I didn't say it. But in my mind, I'm like, I don't understand, but okay, you know. And then the Holy Spirit said, you just continue to be you. Don't worry about them because at the end of the day, it's all about what you do and what you don't do. I said, okay, God. You know, so even in little aspects like that, the Holy Spirit, when we said a yes to him, He'll bring it back to our remembrance. Okay, it's about you right now, <laughs> not them. Amen. So, as I was saying, for me, I can't attest for nobody else, and I can't speak for nobody else. There have been seasons or times where I wasn't sincere with lifting up my hands. I wasn't sincere while I was singing. And I think I've said this before, but it always come back to me. Growing up, I remember my godmother... Um, but I always say, you can sing a lot just as well as you tell me. So if you think about it from that aspect, even when the songs are sung, and of course we want participation, but you know in your heart of hearts where you are. If you're really sincere about God, I love you, whatever the song may be, Emmanuel, okay, that's different, that's saying God with us. But okay, freedom. Freedom comes from him, amen? And when we've allowed him to come and, and reside in us, there is a freedom, yes, Things come up in our lives, but there's still a place of freedom where we know, even though my life isn't where I want it to be, or maybe I don't even feel like life is where I need it to be. But God, I know through you I am free. No matter what bondage may be trying to 
embark into my life or surround me, I have a freedom in you. So just thinking about that, as I was saying, you can go through the motion, but God is looking inwardly. He's looking at our very core. And with the, the core of our bodies in the natural, it uh, basically is the front, the back, and the sides. So it is when it comes to our core and the spirit, that when we really say yes to God, as we're allowing transformation to take place, because until we really give him a yes, transformation doesn't really take place. It really doesn't. You can feel, you can experience, but to really encounter God and to be transformed, it's not until you sincerely give it over to him. So God is requiring a yielded heart, mind, soul to him, not just a yes, Lord. And sometimes I can attest, I've even just said, okay, yes, yes, Lord. I say yes. You know, especially in those times when he's asked me to do something that was uncomfortable. And it might have been a yes coming out, but it had to be in alignment with what was coming out of my, my mouth. And therefore, within me, every bit of me saying yes to him. Because God knows even when people think they can see a facade from us. They can see how it appears to be with us when they see us. But it's not. They can only see as the word of God says. They can see the outward, but God sees the end parts. So we're going to go through the word today. And look and see what God is saying in Romans 12. I'm going to start at verse 1. And I know it's probably something familiar to you, but this is what he has given me. So it might be just reiteration for some, to encourage you, to make you think about it, to provoke you, and whatever it may be. I just pray that you get what God has for you through this. It says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Anyway. Holy and pleasing to God, this is your true and proper worship. And as I was saying, I kept hearing about the, the posture. So it's true and, and proper, it says. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. God wants his will to be evident in your life and through your lives. And I'm a witness that when you allow His him his glory, his will to be in your life, he withholds nothing from you. Even sometimes, you don't even have to ask for it. You can think a thing. I'm a witness. You can think a thing, and he'll just make it happen. I'm like, whoa, I just desired it in my mind, God, and you just made it happen. Hallelujah. It says, for by grace given me, I say it to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. But rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. All of us have a level of faith that God has given us. Some have the gift of faith. And that's a whole other dimension of faith. But we all have a level of faith. And sometimes even when we feel like we're getting to that point where we're faithless, even the Word of God uh, talks about having the size of a mustard seed faith. That even that can move mountains. So we all have a level of faith within us. It's up to us to tap into that thing when we're going through different things. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, through, though many, I'm sorry, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. 
If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. It is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. So here we see with the level of faith, as with our bodies, our hands, our feet, our eyes, you know, all these members that we have within our bodies or our limbs, some of us refer to them as our limbs, okay, that we can utilize. God is saying even in this house, we're one body. We're supposed to be one with Christ. The church is the bride of Christ. So all of us are, have done different functions. Our ears on our body allow us to hear. Our eyes allow us to see. And it talks about the different gifts in this um, scripture. About, you know, some may be able to prophesy. Some may be able to teach. Some may be able to just to serve. Whatever it is that God has given you, he wants a yes with it. A sincere yes. Not just when things are going good, trust me. Not just when things appear, okay, it's working it for my favor. Even a sense of yes when it's hard. And I'm going to tell you from experience, it ain't always easy to give a sincere yes. But I kid you not, there's benefits in saying yes sincerely to him. Because whatever season or whatever thing you're going through at that time, when you say yes, God's got you. He's got you covered. Like the core, he's got the front, the back, the sides. You are not without any good thing from him. Amen. So, just want to encourage you. Whatever gift God has given you, whatever talent he has given you, utilize it for his glory. We all got something to offer God. There have been times even in my life, in my, my life, that I know even my husband has heard me. I'm like, you know, I felt like I'm not this or I'm not that. And I would, and I've shared this before, I, I would, you know, look at other people and see how God was using them. I'm like, well, how could I even, you know, pretty much look like that? But then God had to continue to say to me, Vanessa, be you in me. So I want to encourage each of you, be you in God. Whatever you, the real you looks like, be who that is. And constantly say yes to him so he can continually transform you into that being he's called you to be. I'm not going to be like Mother Brenda. I'm not going to be like my sister Ash. I'm not going to be like Miss Emily back there. But be whoever it is God has called you. Whether it's serving, I love serving. I'd rather be behind the scenes, trust. I love, that's my thing, I'm comfortable there. Shamika can attest, I'm good with that. I'm good at being a service. But to stand before you, this is a hard place, okay? But I have to say yes, and I have to be sincere. So just like for me, if you want all that God has in store for you, continually say yes with every fiber of your being. And know what, we ain't perfect. I'm far from perfect. My husband can attest. My children can attest. But glory be to the God that he is more than enough inside of me. It's not that I can do this in my own strength. You can't do some of the things God is calling you to in your own strength. But bless God, you're not alone. Amen? And as you continue to say yes, he got you. Amen? Verse 9, love must be sincere. We got to love. God is love. We are called to be loved toward others. We're supposed to love each other. It says in the word of God, it's loving the neighbor as ourselves, you know. And sometimes, I know for me, love could have been a hard place because at that time, I didn't even love myself. I didn't know that I was at that point. But looking at life, and now I can see it from a different perspective. I'm like, God, 
I didn't even know what love is at the time. But I blessed God that he loved me irregardless of me. And he loved me to get me to a point where I could love as well. And I thank God because I know no matter what, I am loved by him. So therefore, my role is to love back and to love you all. Amen. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Sometimes we see things and situations that are not fair. And I thank God for people like Ash. You know, people that go, those forerunners out there in the communities that have a passion for people. Miss Emily, we have others in the uh, ministry that are passionate as far as social justice, things like that. That is something God has given them to do. Amen. To hate what is evil. And even when it comes to God's house, we shouldn't allow our sister or our brother to hate anyone in here. We're one body. We're all connected. And with that posture thing God was showing me, if my posture's not right, when we're all connected with this, this one body and we're many members, that if I'm not on my, a, my P's and Q's, as they would say, and I'm not in the proper posture, if we're linked up, I'm going to make it weak. I'm going to weaken this link. I don't want to be the one weakening the link. I'm not A on my A every day, though. No. I have issues like anybody else. But I'm always seeing when God makes me aware, okay, God, forgive me. Purify my heart. Purify my mind. So I just want to encourage you that whatever it is, if you see, sometimes we can, from experience, Sometimes there have been situations where there's been disagreement. Or it could be something as simple as maybe I saw Ash, this didn't happen. But I've seen this happen in the spirits on this walk in different places. And Ash didn't speak to me today. Or it could be vice versa. I didn't speak to Ash today. And Ash might leave here if I didn't speak to her. And she might feel some kind of way. What did I do to, you know, she might have got offended. Or maybe vice versa. I might have got a funny. But the thing about it is, because we're small in number right now, we should feel close enough and love each other enough that I can go to my sister. I can go to Miss Emily. Whoever it may be and say, did I do anything? Did I offend you? You know, I just want to make sure we're good. I've had to do that. Not here, thankfully. But I've had to do that in this world. But I wanted to make sure the line was clear. Because at the end of the day, God has called me to love. Amen. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal. But keep your spiritual fervor, Serving the Lord. And sometimes, we don't always feel our best. I have to literally, when my body is going through, I literally have to get to a place where my worship is sometimes just seeking out to the Lord. If I can't do nothing but lift my hand at the time, if I'm feeling so bad, because sometimes... My headaches have been so bad, all I can do is lay down. But within my heart, I'm singing, or I whisper it out. And as I continue to whisper or sing or utter the words of whatever song is, is in me right then, to lift up the name of the Lord, I kid you not, he is right there. I start feeling his presence. I start feeling strength. I start feeling a shift going on in my body, in my spirit, and I kid you not, a praise will come up. A worship will come up. So even in those times of dryness, in those places that are hard and difficult, 
whether it be in your mind, in your body, in your spirit, man. Don't lose your spiritual favor. Continue to have a zeal for God like never before. Sometimes we have to say, God, ignite the fire in me again. Sometimes it might be a little pilot light. Don't let the pilot light go out. You ever, you ever, anybody ever had a pilot light experience? Where you been in the house? <laughs> I had until a few years back. I lived in this house that had a pilot light. The pilot light went out. I didn't know what to do. Amen. <laughs> but bless the name of Jesus. So it was cold, needless to say. It was winter time, and it was just cold in that house. So literally, the man had to come out and light the pilot light, okay? As I'm encouraging you, don't let your pilot light, if the light gets low in you, don't let it go out, because God can work with it. You just got to allow what's in you to be sparked and continue to allow him to blow and let it come and rise, amen, to that big flame and become a fire, amen. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction. As I was saying, sometimes we don't feel good. Sometimes we're hurting in our bodies. Sometimes we may suffer a loss, a loved one. But even in that, there's a joy in knowing God is with me. I don't know, but for me, it's comforting to know God is with me. Through this, it says be faithful in prayer. Sometimes we don't know what to pray. But I bless God because I realize through prayer that sometimes when I don't know what to pray, and I begin to pray, and I said, Jesus, you are the great intercessor. So even if my words aren't exactly God, as you give it to me, I'm listening. And whatever I'm leaving out, Jesus, you are the great intercessor. God, whatever needs to be filled in, Jesus, intercede on my behalf. Okay? So don't ever feel like maybe I don't pray as eloquent as so-and-so, but you have a prayer. Sometimes it might be as simple as just the name of Jesus. Sometimes the prayer may be a thanksgiving. Sometimes the prayer may be, God, I need you. I need you right now. Whatever it is, God, move in my family's life. Move, transform that person, God. Transfer their mind, God. Save that person, whatever it may be. But God has a way of getting our attention. And it's up to us to heed to it or not and say yes. Sometimes it's the middle of night. He may wake you up and have someone on your heart. And you don't even know why. But he may say, pray. And every time, I don't know what, just pray. Be obedient. You just don't know what that person may be going through. I've heard many, many people attest of how they were at their darkest points. And people let them know later on when they saw that I was praying for you the other night. You were on my mind. You were heavy on my heart. And some people have been even to the point of, of they were so depressed they, they wanted to commit suicide. In their mind, they were wrestling with suicide. They were to the point where I'm just going to do it. I don't want to be here no more. So you don't know what that prayer. You might not feel like you can pray all that well, but trust and believe. The more you do it, the better you get at it. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. We're here to serve each other. And I would think by us being here that we all would know that if there's ever a need, sometimes God let us know, and sometimes you have to open up your mouth. <laughs> let it be known. Because we're here as one body. If you're lacking, then we're lacking. So we're here to be of help and to be of service. Practice hospitality. 
Bless those who persecute you. That is not always easy, but with a sincere yes, you'll do it before you realize it. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Sometimes might, someone may lose someone or whatnot. We should always allow them to know, you know, if you need me, if you need anything, here I am. I'm available. Just let me know. And sometimes they might not even know they need you at that time. But when they come, be willing, be available. Because it's easy to say yes, and I've done it. Quickly say yes to something. And I'm the one because it will come back to me. You know what? I say yes to this. And it's funny because have you ever said yes and you didn't think nobody would utilize your yes? You didn't think they actually would call on you? <laughs> That's why I say you need a sincere yes to this thing when it comes to God. But even with people and you're saying, yeah, I can do that. If you need me to, let me know. And then you be like, when you get it to you, like, how did I get here, Lord? <laughs> and it be like, Lord said, you said yes to it. So now you got to own it and be committed to it. But I would pray that us being this body, that because we love one another, whatever it may be, we would be sincere about it. Amen. It says, live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Those people in the margins, as Pastor Anthony talks about, the people that ostracize, don't oppress, that the people that don't have a high status or social economic status is real low in the community. Those are the people that we need to be there for. Amen. We can't lift up our heads thinking we got or we've arrived or, or, or act like we're so spiritual that when we see someone suffering, that we can't have empathy towards them. Do not be conceited. Don't think of yourself more than others. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Don't try to get back. Don't try to get back to somebody that wrongs you. Be that bigger person. Say yes to God. He says he will forgive us if we, give up, if we forgive others. I don't know about you, but I don't want God not to forgive me because I can't forgive someone else. Even if that someone else is myself. I had to learn that the hard way too. Sometimes it's us that we won't let go of when we've messed up, when we've done wrong. And sometimes it wasn't even intentionally. But when you look back, you're like, damn, I could have handled that differently. Oh, Lord, you know? But thank God for grace and mercy. And once we can let go of that thing, God's faithful to forgive. Amen? And whether it's somebody else that did a misdeed to you, forgive and let it go. Even if they don't ask, just let it go. Forgive. You keep it moving. You allow God to continue to do what he needs to do in you. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. As I was saying, it's not our job to get back at anybody. God says, I got this. Even the word of God tells us that when you sow something, you're going to reap it. So sometimes people don't reap like we think they should. Like, okay, God going to get them. 
And we shouldn't have that mentality. But I'm sure at some point, you felt that way you thought it. You didn't say it, but you might have thought it. God, get them. Get them, God. Get them. You know? Just, you know, because you feel something about it. It, 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 it calls you to go somewhere. But to God be the glory, God says he will avenge us. He's got it. You don't have to take revenge. He will repay. Think about Pharaoh and the people of Israel. Moses was telling Pharaoh, Moses said yes. Remember, Moses had excuses too. But Moses sincerely said yes to God and he was obedient. Like us, he messed up. He wasn't perfect, but he said yes to God what leading his people. God, because of Moses' obedience, freed the children of Israel from Pharaoh. And you remember what happened to Pharaoh. The plagues came. He was trying to get Pharaoh's attention, but as the word of God says, his heart was hardened. But even at that, the plagues didn't get to him. He still was not. But it wasn't until God was allowing them to exile. But they got swallowed up with the sea. So God took care of what was done unto the children of Israel. So I pray that through this word, through Romans 12, you see that when you freely give yourselves to God, that there will be a continual transformation. As a believer, it's up to us to daily say yes. Sometimes moment by moment, second by second, because throughout your day, things may be thrown at you. Sometimes we may seem or feel blindsided. Okay, God, what would you have me to do? God, what do I need to say? Do I need to be quiet right now? I want to respond the way you would have me to do this. Some of you may remember a song, Lord, I'm available to you. And in the words, as I was thinking, it says, Lord, I'm giving back to you all the tools you gave to me, my hands, my ears, my voice, my eyes, so that you can use them as you please. I've emptied out my cup so that you can fill me up. I'm free. I just want to be more available to you. And um, like I said, we can sing the song. We can say the words. But are we really yielded to him saying, yes, God? Is our posture within us, in our spiritual part, really saying yes to God? If we're saying yes sincerely, wholeheartedly, because even in Colossians 3, that talks about do everything heartily. Some um, say wholeheartedly as unto the Lord, whatever it may be, as unto the Lord. And as I was saying before, if we're in all things giving him thanks, and if in all things we're acknowledging him, transformation will continue to happen in our lives. Our sincere yes will continue to make an impact. If we individually and collectively continue to say yes to God, even within Mission House, Mission House is making an impact. But could you imagine how much more impact this ministry would be in our community. Globally, it is already, thank God, to God be the glory. But even the, the aspect of the more deeper dimension of where God would take this ministry 
if we all individually and collectively say sincere yeses to him continually. The transformation that will continue to, to happen in us individually and collectively. We will be so unstoppable as a ministry, as a people, as the agents of change and transformation, as the agents of healing to those who our paths cross, even in our daily routine. Unstoppable for God. God will truly be visible. God will truly be audible through us. People may not even understand sometimes what they see or what they hear when they hear our voice or whatnot, but God, it will be God. And them feeling a peace sometimes. Sometimes people are just going through so much that sometimes it just takes a peace, an encouraging word. Sometimes it's just, it could just be something so simple as just know that God loves you to get them through that moment. So as we continue to say yes, as a body, as believers, God will continue to use us as vessels to glorify him, to bring others to him, that they will see transformation through us and then want transformation. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's truly all about. We're not just here coming, just to come but that God is glorified, that we're constantly becoming who he's called us to be. And I thank God because sometimes when he calls us, we don't feel like we got it all together. But glory be to God. As Pastor Anthony's been telling us about that kingdom mind, in the kingdom, we know it's not about us, but our reassurance is in the God we serve. If we're kingdom citizens, let us walk as kingdom citizens. Not that we're walking around considering anything, but in a reassurance. And that was the posture thing. God was saying a posture of obedience to him. That amid all things, yes, Lord, I'll obey. Come with me, yes. If I have to walk it alone. We've sung that song, some of us. I'll go if I have to go by myself. It don't always feel good. But yes, Lord. And then the posture of confidence. The posture we should have toward God is a reliance. God, if I can't count on nobody else, I can count on you. So whatever it is you called me to in this season of my life, yes, Lord, because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So I just want to keep you encouraged. I, I think I'm more of an encourager. <laughs> I've come to grips with that, that I'm more of an encourager. Sometimes it, God uses me in, in different ways and formats. It comes and goes. But I just want to encourage you. Say yes to God continually. Yes, circumstance. Life happens. It's inevitable. But your continual yes will continue to allow him to do a work in you, to change your surroundings, to change your mindset. Because even though it's said in there about being renewed in our minds, God does that through his word. When we say yes, he can do the work. And whatever he works in you and starts in you, he is faithful to complete it. He just needs a simple yes, a sincere yes. I pray that you got something out of what was shared today, that you will be encouraged with a sincere yes to him. Because I don't know about you, but I want all that God has for me. I don't want to hinder what God wants to do in my life, what he wants to do through my life. I've seen too much and I've experienced too much. And God knows 
even to think about on the other side. God has things in store for us now, but I sure don't want to mess out what he got in store on the other side because I disobeyed him. And that moment of disobedience could be the time that right then my life may be cut off. Preferably it won't. Because there have been times even in service before where I, God has told me to do something. It happened recently. <laughs> but just to go say something to somebody or whatever, something they needed right then. But because I felt uneasy, I don't know how they're going to receive that or whatever. I was disobedient. And I had to deal with the consequence of the disobedience. So learn from my experience. Even when you don't understand what God is saying, be obedient. You don't know what to do for you and for that person. Whatever it is, say yes to God. We thank God for who he is, what he's doing in our lives. If there's anything that needs to be brought to our attention, let me know. I know we got the premiere. Anything you want to say about that?